0: In this episode of Soundproofist, I'm talking with Dr. Antonella Rodici, an architect, a scientist, an activist, and a soundscape urbanist. She's based in Berlin, and she's the leader of the Hush City Mobile Lab and of many sound walks in European cities. This is part one of a two-part conversation. In this first part, we're going to talk about the Hush City app, how it evolved, how you can use it, and how it can help city governments with urban planning. Hi Antonella, thanks for speaking with us today on the Soundproofus podcast. I'm really looking forward to introducing people to your work and how listeners can also contribute to their different projects. So tell us about the Hush City app. What inspired you to develop it?
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me here. It's a great honor. I'm happy to talk about the Hush City app project and it would be great if you could involve uh, more people in the project so the Hustle city app empowers people to identify evaluate and contribute plan quiet areas in, in our cities and as you might know protecting uh, quiet cities is very important is an effective measure to reduce noise pollution which actually is the second uh, environmental stressor after air pollution affecting our health in cities. And the importance of protecting quiet areas uh, has been recently recognized by the guidelines launched by the World Health Organization just on October the 10th, and also it's recognized by the European Directive on Environmental Noise. How we can uh, protect quiet areas? First of all, we need to identify the quiet areas that need to be protected. How can we do that? How we can involve people? Usually the methods applied so far by big cities or municipalities uh, in Europe, for example, are based on quantitative criteria, meaning that they um, measure noise levels and they set up a threshold and say, okay, this area is under 50 decibels, so we can identify uh, it as being a quiet area. But as you know, um, as we all know, we uh, experience every day in our life that sound is something objective, of course, that we can measure it, but mostly subjective. So the same sound that we like and we don't like, depending on who perceives the, uh, the, the, the same sound. So it's tremendously important to get people involved in the process of identification and protection of quiet areas. And to empower people to achieve this goal, I developed and launched the Hush City app at the beginning of 2017.
0: Wow, that's so great that you created this app. And and I know it's in its second version now, right?
1: Yeah, we just launched um, last spring, the second version. And basically the app allows you to perform two main actions of course to go to a quiet area uh, use the app to evaluate it by um, replying to by collecting uh, a set of mixed data and share your uh, evaluation your feedback with the community so once you collect the data by using the host app on a quiet area And once you share the data set with the community, your data uh, will be automatically linked to a public map where everyone can access the quiet area you shared with the community. So this is the first action you can do with it by using the Hush City app. So you can map, evaluate and share with the community your quiet areas. On the other hand, you can also use the app in a passive mode, accessing the quiet areas shared by the Hash city community. And you can access and you can browse, you can um, have a look on have, have an air <laughs> to the quiet areas collected by people, both by using the app itself and by accessing the public map we have online um, accessible. Hush City app is really a crucial and powerful tool because it enables you to perform a complex um, data collection of mixed data. It guides you through a sequential process and so that you can first record an an audio recording of the sonic environment of the quiet areas where you are. Then the app calculates the noise levels then you're invited to take a picture of the quiet area where you are. And then, finally, you're invited to reply to a predefined questionnaire to evaluate overall the quiet area. By replying to the questionnaire, you can evaluate not only the sonic uh, qualities of the quiet area, but other characteristics too. For example, you can evaluate the overall maintenance and cleanliness of the quiet area, but also its visual quality and also its, its accessibility. You can evaluate the sense of security you feel while you are in the quiet area. You can also indicate what kind of activities people are doing in the quiet area, how many people uh, are around, and other characteristics of the quiet area. And why it's important to collect mixed data about a quiet area if we are, you know, mainly uh, addressing the sonic quality of the area. This is for us, for the scholars that apply the soundscape approach, is really crucial. Being able to collect mixed data, which not only address the sonic qualities of the quiet area, but also other qualities which have have been proved to uh, influence our sense of quietness. For instance, some studies prove that if the quiet area is very beautiful, is um, uh, featured with greenery and beautiful trees or water features, this could enhance our sense of quietness. Well, that's a very good point.
0: Yeah. Now, when I have experienced using the app, I find a place that's quiet and then Suddenly, someone starts doing a drilling noise in a house nearby, or um, I notice that there are cars driving by or a motorcycle, and so I notice that in your app, you're able to also, um, you know, n- make a notation about these things. Like it might be quiet, but then there's something that's a little bit irritating. And is this data that's also useful to you to know that it's sometimes quiet but sometimes very, you know, not quiet?
1: Yeah that that's very important to to me and to us uh, for the overall evaluation of data collected by people uh you know the the sonic environment is uh, is not fixed of course it changes accordingly to the activities performed uh, in the environment and to other uh, features which are not under our control every time and every day So the app allows you, uh, gives you the possibility also to uh, collect multiple data sets on the same spot at different time of the day or of the week, so that we could and also people can compare uh, the the data and understand when that specific quiet spot is um, most uh, quiet for them. And I want to introduce another topic, which is crucial and central to my research. So the concept of quietness. What is quietness
0: for you? For me, and or so, or just in general, yeah. What is
1: quietness? Yeah, I, I'm curious to to ask you because you you were uh, talking about your experience with the app. So I'm I, I'm curious to ask what is quietness for you because one of the goals of this project is also to understand what is quietness for people. So we want to uh, implement by uh, through the Hush City app a bottom up a participatory approach also uh, that could contribute to the definition of quietness.
0: Yes. Well, I, I think that is true. Everyone does probably have a different idea of quietness. And for me personally, quiet is when you can hear birds singing, but that, you know, so that's different than silence. Quiet is not silence, total like anechoic chamber silence. For me, it means that you can hear natural sounds. I don't mind the sound of people walking by and low voices and, uh, you know, birds and and the sound of someone playing with their dog or something. To me, that's still quiet. It's when you have uh, a big cement mixer or a drill going or um, someone is revving the engine of their car, then suddenly those sounds, because especially they have the lower frequencies, they're more disturbing, right? And those are the ones that are more harmful to our health as well. So I think for me, it's not silence, it's
1: light background noise. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. And this is also important when we um, look for quiet areas in cities where we cannot expect to find, you know, silent places. But still, we need to... um, be able to find relief from the hustle and bustle of the city, from uh, the noisy uh, city life. And so the access and the provision of quiet areas is also c- crucial for our, for our health and well-being. And uh, as architects and urbanists, we have the responsibility to contribute to the creation of a healthy environments in our cities. To be successful in doing this, from my perspective, we need to involve people in the process, in urban planning process, uh, at a greater extent. By taking uh, the, advantages, the advantages provided by, uh, by the mobile apps, we could really uh, move a step or further in this direction.
0: I was also curious to know if if this app should be used to identify noisy areas areas that are problematic. Maybe they could be um, improved on, uh, but or is that a different app? Because that would maybe be mixing up you know quiet areas and extremely noisy areas on the same map.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting question and give me the possibility to expand on the possibilities uh, given by the Hush City app. We recently introduced a new feature um, to give the users the possibility to filter the quiet areas crowdsourced by the users according to uh, several filters, such as noise levels, perceived quietness, accessibility, time and also visual quality and main descriptors used by the users to identify and qualify the quiet areas. This uh, new feature gives the possibility to the users also to map and evaluate potential quiet areas, meaning that they can um, crowdsource quiet areas which are potentially quiet, but for some reason they don't fulfill their understanding or they con- their concept of quietness. So it could be because some in some days or at certain times, the quiet spot is not so quiet. Or it could be because it's not completely accessible. It could be because it could be improved from a visual perspective. So depending on the ratings of the people, um, we could filter the quiet areas and understand uh, we which are the quiet areas that could be improved. And I want to add also that um, the app could be used also by public officials and municipalities, not only when they want to identify, identify quiet areas to, to protect, but also when they want to identify quiet areas that need to be improved and also, for example, now we have the public uh, map of the quiet areas crowdsourced by uh, the harsh the city community. So imagine that a municipality, a depart, the, the Department of Urban Planning of San Francisco receives a new uh, development project for a certain area of the city. So the public officials could uh, access the Public map of the quiet areas crowdsourced by using the Hush City app, and double check whether this new development project could uh, enter in conflict, for instance, with the quiet areas identified by the community of the air, living in the area where the new development project could be implemented. Mm, that's a great idea. They could use it. And take advantage of the knowledge of people living in the places you know because right. some, of course they, they cannot uh, know all, all the neighbors and areas uh, of a city big um, such San Francisco is for for example. Uh, and for this reason, it's very important to involve people for the soundscape approach. People are the real experts of the places where they live and work. So we need to r- replace them at the core of urban planning processes, no matter whether uh, quiet the, the identification and protection of quiet areas is involved or not. Mm-hmm. It's at the core of my research and professional approach to city design and planning. I think it's it's wonderful that um, that this data is existing and
0: that I think probably Berlin is far ahead of us because you're there so there's probably much more many more areas mapped at different times of the day than maybe um, San Francisco, for example and I hope to encourage more people to start just using this app when they go out and you know you're at a park and suddenly you realize like, hey this is very very nice park. I think I'm going to add this to the map.
1: I've yeah, right here then, in my pocket. For example, in Berlin, so far people have crowdsourced uh, 170 plus quiet areas, and the municipality of Berlin, of course, now is interested in uh, getting the data, analyzing the data, and potentially including them in the next uh, plan of um, of quiet areas they are working on. So really, people can have an impact on urban planning processes if they take advantage of these kind of te- new technologies available on the market, like the Hash City app. And of course, I want also to mention the importance of protecting data, whereas it's very important to um, the privacy of our users. So when you want to use the app, you're asked to register only by providing your email address so we don't ask for any personal data. Uh, we don't uh, uh, s- save or, um, yeah, collect any personal data. And you can contribute and participate in the project by collecting and mapping the quiet areas. But at the same time, you're uh, totally in control of your data. So anytime you are not uh, any longer happy with your data collection, you can delete the data sets you collected just by through your smartphone. And no one will ask you reasons for doing that. Either you don't have to inform us that you want to delete your data. You just do it. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Although it would
0: be unfortunate if everyone did that. I think if you put something up and then you realize like, oh, I don't really want to have this up on the map, um, you can take it down.
1: Yeah, it might happen for, for whatever reason it might happen. So we wanted to give uh, the users the possibility to have con- to control their data.
0: Okay, that's great. And you can get the
1: app through the Apple
0: App Store and also through Google Play. Is that correct?
1: Correct. Yeah, it's available both on iTunes and Google Play Store, and of course, for free. And we, it's now available in four languages. So, uh, German, English, uh, Spanish, and Italian. And probably for the Spanish community living in San Francisco, this could be a plus.
0: I think so, absolutely. And or, and the rest of California as well. It's, it's fairly um, easy to use without having to read a lot of instructions, I think, because I, I think the first thing that happens is when you launch the app, I think you immediately have access to a, a microphone. Is that correct?
1: Yes, when, when you launch it, you, you access the homepage, and you will find two main buttons. Uh, one um, uh, reports map the quietness around you. You have to click on it and just follow the, the app. It, it will guide you through the data collection process. So firstly, you will be asked to uh, take an audio recording. Then the app calculates the noise levels. Then you will be asked to take a picture of the quiet area where you are and to reply to a questionnaire. Then, if you're happy with your data collection, you can submit it. Or if you want to use the app to find quiet areas nearby you or worldwide, uh, when you are on page, you can click on the button Quiet Areas and the background map will turn into black and you will see colored markers. Uh, in San Francisco, uh, if quiet areas are mapped there, or you can browse the quiet areas through the list view mode or through the search feature. You can uh, re- type the name of the city, for example, Berlin, but also New York, Granada in Spain, London, UK, whatever you want, and you can access the quiet areas crowdsourced worldwide and you you will see the colored markers and if if you click on each of the markers all the data collected on that area by that user will access will be accessible to you so you you will be able to listen to the sound recorded read the noise levels read the user feedback provided for that um, quiet areas, have a look at the picture. And so
0: that leads us to the second thing I would like to talk to you about, which is these sound walks that you do. Yeah. And I, for example, you know, I saw all this information on your site. Um, I think it's part of the Hush City overall suite of information. And actually, can you can you tell us what is the uh, web address of where uh, we would find all this information on sound walking and the Hush City the,
1: ad- the web address is um, opensourcesoundscapes.org, and e- you will f- you will find a web page dedicated to the Hush City app and another web page dedicated to the Hush City map, where all the quiet areas crowdsourced by using the Hush City app are displayed and accessible to everyone, no matter if you use the app or not. And you can also have information uh, on the projects I'm working on at the moment. And if you want to access my publications and get more information on, on how I lead SoundWalks, you can go and visit my page, personal page, antonellaradicchi.it, uh, and there is a web page called Portfolio, and under that page, you will find a section called SoundWalk, And you will find uh, information about how I lead the sound walks. And also you can download the pocket guide to sound walking.
0: I encourage all of you to become citizen scientists and to help identify and preserve quiet spaces. As of right now, Hush City has mapped more than 1,000 quiet areas worldwide. To find out more about the Hush City app and the map, Here's the URL again, opensourcesoundscapes.org. I'm going to continue my conversation with Dr. Antonella Radici in part two of this podcast, and we'll cover sound walks. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for part two.